Professor Brian Brown's research shows that vulnerability fosters good emotional and mental health. It is a sign of courage. We become more resilient and brave when we embrace who we truly are and what we are feeling. The Vulnerable Scientist Podcast is a space for scientists to tell their honest and authentic stories. I am your host, Saranya Kerry, who happens to be a scientist, informal science communicator, and I help scientists create personal websites. If you want to support this show, go to www.patreon.com slash thevulnerablescientist. You can also follow this podcast on all social media platforms at TV Scientist Pod. Yep. Uh, let me ask you a question that is the main question in this podcast. Mm. What are the highs and lows that you've experienced mm. throughout your journey to where you are right now? Oh, the highs, the highs. Because when, when you're speaking about uh, you getting to your MSc, are mm. you still teaching, by the way? Oh, yeah, I'm still, still doing it. Oh, so that's what funds your MSc? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> How do, like, did you think about funding before you made a decision to do your MSc? Actually, not really. Do you know there's so it many don't... people who want to do an MSc or they want to advance, but people don't talk about how people fund and how they survive through in that. So if you're open to that, you can talk about that, but... Uh, yeah, actually, I can because for the it's more about my philosophy on how I look at life. I tend to wing it, to wing things in the sense that uh, I do not tend to worry about what I cannot control. The future, I don't know what the future holds. So at that point, when you get into an MSc, when your parents says I'll pay you the school fees, you just go to school, eh? So I went, but I didn't know that there is also things to do with research money, what there. <laughs> I came to learn much later, but somehow. Uh, <laughs> <poorly>. <laughs> I didn't know, like, I thought, uh, it's just, you and know, that's what I thought. Just do, do it school, like, in BSc and just, yeah. and just finish. <laughs> finish, I'll go. So we are hearing, what is this research you're talking about? <laughs> That's how clueless I was. I'm telling you. <laughs> so I'm there. I'm clueless. I'm like, uh, so I'm here. Okay. Let's take the jelly. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Until so how now. Did you it? Actually, it, it, uh, it happened that uh, I, I got into a project now that was dealing with Sogam. Mm. So it was through the funded project that I was able... How did you to... get that project? I did. Uh, it's more of my supervisors. From high, from high school? No, no, no. no. The... High, school? From... high school is <laughs> like 1900 years back. <laughs> As my mom likes to say, 19 Okamande. Exactly. Mm. Oh, that's Kikuyu. Yeah, it's Meru. Kikuyu. <laughs> Also, Kikuyu. Oh, oh okay, nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh-huh. So, it's what, your university supervisors? Yeah, they have the project. So, the the project they have as a principal investigators. Mm. But now, when they, they tell you, 
this is uh, the project is about sorghum, mm. but they give you a, a leeway to develop a proposal, a good proposal mm. around sorghum. Okay. So they they won't. Uh, okay, for me, I wasn't told. Uh, You're doing this and this. At a, I'm detected, do this and this. It was more to explore your creative mind. So mm. this is Sogam. What can you do with Sogam? Mm. And what type of research do you want from from this project? Mm. So it's me. I got back to my place. Then I, I first place of information, go to Google Scholar, see what people have done, read mm. some few things. Then sit back, digest, and then I, I wrote... What oh, guided awesome. me through? What guided me now through the my work? Wait. Um, I'm blocked. My head. I'm blocked. <laughs> oh my goodness! I was thinking about something there. Like, I think so. Mm-hmm. I thought about like, mm. what was I thinking before? Ta 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 You're talking about sorghum. Talking I was talking about sorghum, but now we are oh, talking. Yes. We are talking. Stipend. Will you give an stipend? Nothing. Mm. I didn't get a stipend. I I didn't get a stipend. You know, I was still. uh, I didn't get a stipend, Mm. but uh, but I used to do. You know, I was still doing my part-time teaching job, so that's how I survived. So the reason why I asked you this is because Mm. in Kenya or in the student sphere, especially masters you find mm. that most people who... Okay, there's the struggle. This is no different. There's a struggle of mm. actually getting a funded project because it yeah. is nearly impossible to fund your own research. That's a lot of millions to go. I think, know, yeah, that's sure, a lot sure. of money to... Uh, so that's... it's it, Unless you guys are billionaires, then you can fund your own research. Yeah. Um, but there's the struggle of looking for a funding to get a funded project. Yes, you finished mm-hmm. your coursework, but you, mm. getting the funded project is a struggle. It's a real struggle among the MSc students that I know oh. in Kenya. And it's a, it's an ongoing, not only that, eh? Yeah. even as you're talking now, mm. personally, if, if I can put it in a personal perspective about the funding, mm. there is a general underfunding in the research area in Kenya, mm-hmm. generally. Mm-hmm. Such that uh, it is affecting overall the output of the research that is done. Of the research that is done. If yes. Case in point, like for me right now, mm-hmm. I have so many things in my head or that I've put down in my notebooks that uh, I wish to research on, mm-hmm. do this and this. Eh? Mm-hmm. But one thing that is preventing me from going to the next step mm. is lack of funds. Mm. And uh, no, and these organizations, they may not be willing. There's no, basically there's no like structurally wise, mm. I don't know if it's structure or there's a trust deficit. There's something happening there that is, that is choking out a majority government of funding. government funding, postgraduate. Mm. But especially the policies in the government, mm-hmm. and uh, and this is also translates also to the universities. Because being there, we have seen it how that problem is is big. Yeah. And I don't know. Um, no, I'm trying to think. 
what should we do as young scientists? Because I was looking on, uh, like when you look at LinkedIn and some of these universities going through their pages mm-hmm. abroad, eh? mm-hmm. when you look at their departments and what they are, the output, mm-hmm. it's very impressive. And they, they actually fund yes. research. And apart from that, the other thing that I was supposed to say is, mm. yes, you might get funding. Mm. But the person who has that funding will mm. only provide the bench things that yeah. you require or uh. the field things that you require, but mm. will not give you a stipend. Yeah. It's very common unless you are mm. in an institution where there's a policy that you cannot be there unless you're given a stipend of this mm-hmm. amount, for example, mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. Edry, that I, that I have experienced myself. I can't talk about other institutions. Yeah. So you'll find most, especially university-funded professors. Mm-hmm. They, like, I know people who have funded that there's nothing to do with a stipend. Nothing. Nothing. Like even oh. it's never even fair. About, like, like even fair to go to that lab. Nothing. I don't know. And it's so it's you a sad come state. from the village, you come state. from wherever you've come from, even if you've come from around, mm. but you have you need to feed your family. Like I know someone who has a family. Like me, I'm talking from a perspective personal perspective where people mm-hmm. I know, not people mm. are of, because that's a different story. Mm. People I know who are MSc students, full-time mm-hmm. MSc students, but they mm-hmm. have a full-packed family. They are fathers. Mm-hmm. And you know in our setup, you know, uh, still there's this women empowerment, but they've, dads are the ones who have to figure out what is, mm-hmm. like, you find this in a family setup, yeah. most family yeah. setups that I know of, You'll find that yes, there's a lady who went to school, uh, got to a certain level, and now they are a wife. Now they mm-hmm. are pregnant, mm-hmm. and since it's kind of tricky to be, unless you're in a full-time <laughs> employment, it's kind of tricky to be pregnant at the same time. Yeah. Or unless you it's your own business, like this. That's another thing that people don't talk about. Like, especially if you're in a contact basis kind of place where yeah, if you're pregnant, yeah, it's a yeah. very big problem. And mm-hmm. you would probably get a renewal. Like, it's something that people don't talk about. That's, that's very funny. So, uh, you, yeah. there's this women empowerment, but the, the sexual part of things is not really talked about. Yeah. And you find that uh, a, a woman will get pregnant yeah. She's married, um, mm. so of course she's pregnant. So mm. um, she's not. She she has she needs help in the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she mm-hmm. needs help everywhere. Yeah, and of course she's not like especially her last months. She's not like very active to it. now to figure out now other things to do that she hadn't started before she was mm. pregnant. Even if she had started mm-hmm. something, she's slower at that point. Yeah, sure. Now, you have this, this is a man who has a wife at home who's pregnant and mm. he, he has to get money for the lady who's helping mm. the wife. He has to get mm. money f- to feed his other children. He has to mm-hmm. get f- money to find rent. 
mm-hmm. and basic other things like basic stuff yeah but this yeah. is a student remember and if you're yeah. a full-time student there's a high, low likelihood that you're a you also have a full-time job yeah so, um you give this person a project yeah and you expect them to, to be in the lab, do mm-hmm. everything, then go home and mm-hmm. give their family what? Maui. Like, <laughs> okay, leave alone the family thing. This yeah. is someone who stays in Nairobi. Mm-hmm. They don't have family here. Um, mm-hmm. And even if they have family, it's, it, they don't have capacity to have this person in their home and feed this person. And this person is not bringing anything to the, the the, the family, for example. Mm. So you expect this person because they're an MSc student. You tell them you're so lucky you have a funding. So there's that mm. thing, like yes, there's there's that thing. There's there's no funding. So mm-hmm. if you if you find a funded project, you're so lucky. You don't yeah. need to ask for anything else. So they use that and take leverage on that and use people to write papers, do research, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then there's nothing they're getting. The rest of the money goes to these people who have been yeah. funded. Mm-hmm. Especially university lecturers and professors. They do that a lot because there's no policy that says yeah. if you're giving a student this project, kindly take Ish. care of them because they're coming to a lot spending time there and yeah. you, and you you're like if you if you're not there then it's a problem. So you expect oh, this yeah. person to eat from where if you're expecting them to be always in the lab and you need to provide for the other needs. Just because they're a, students. And you know it's a very you know, it's a it's a very bad like uh, sad situation, eh? Mm-hmm. For instance, uh, if uh, if I take take along your line of thought. Mm. The year is 2019. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> for my part-time job, as much as I love the teaching, eh, mm-hmm. the, the government slashes, slashed the funds that we used to be paid per hour. Mm-hmm. So I kind of got like half the amount. Mm-hmm. And I remember that time I was starting on my project. And it was a very, very difficult time because I have here, I don't have... I uh, need bills to pay, I need to eat, mm. a, there is an MSc to do, mm. what do I do? Mm. And it's a very tough place to be, if I can, uh, it's very tough. That, mm. and, and at that point, we were several guys going through the same thing. And some dropped out, some, we, we persevered. Eh? Mm. But it's the hardest thing that... At that point, because you know you are suffering in silence, as the saying goes. Mm. But this also goes. I think, as young scientists, we need to to we need to 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 have a this. I've been I in my own thinking. I think for something to happen with with this country of ours, and uh, something needs to change. And uh, we are the ones who drive it because things cannot continue as they are right now. In the sense that if you are funding research. Mm. Beyond the scientist mm. is a father, a son, mm. a wife, a daughter. When someone goes to their home, mm. they need to. There's a person. They can't be by themselves. There's a person. Yes. Exactly. That's the point. So you yeah. see now, 
there's there's something that is happening that uh, that you are thinking through that is not right mm-hmm. and one of it is that uh, what what basically i'm getting that is glaring mm-hmm. is this the research part especially you know this one runs mostly through okay depends on which ministry but let me let's take for instance the ministry of agriculture mm-hmm. Or the Ministry of Education, eh? mm-hmm. they have got some funding. They afforded the funding, or the university itself gets the the funding. Eh? Mm-hmm. What are some of the um, the structures put in place to make sure that uh, if you have two MSc candidates, mm-hmm. how are they how 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 are they going to be how are they going to make sure that the stipend eh, must mm-hmm. be paid there to them? They are taken care of. Besides the the school fees, because uh, when when you talk about about research, it's a whole animal by itself. You're not yes. talking about the you're not talking about the the going to class and passing exams. This mm-hmm. is about going to field. You're going to lab. Mm-hmm. You're spending time even on weekends. Mm-hmm. Please talk about that loudly. Weekends. <laughs> weekends. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Yes, hapo hapo hapo. Kanyaga. So basically like uh when I was doing I remember those days it's it's a Friday night I'm at mm. my computer. I wake up on a sun a Saturday. Mm. I'm on my computer right here or I'm in the lab mm. on a Sunday. Oh my mm. god. And then uh something that I remember that time, and I still, up to the date, I know it's hard. Eh? Mm. When you are working and still uh, doing your postgraduate, mm-hmm. it's the hardest thing you can do. At that point, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a single as I can be, mm. and I used to find it difficult. But I used to see women mm. do it, and they still have to go home, feed their kids, take them to school, come to lab. I'm like, how do they do this? Mm. Like, oh my God, this must be the hardest thing. And they still make it. Mm-hmm. But it's hard, despite everything. But it should be that way. That's the point. It should be that way, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I think we sh- there is there is a discussion to be held around the structures, how the postgraduate situation is mm-hmm. uh, in Kenya, and also most importantly, mm-hmm. when it ca- like, I've seen the budget was red, eh? mm-hmm. but the research item is very low. Like, how does a country move without research? You know. Mm-hmm. How does it jump forward with new information? Mm-hmm. Actually, the new I'm, I'm I'm always passionate about the the you know right now we are having a lot of challenges. Mm-hmm. We have climate changes here, mm-hmm. the droughts, insecurity. There are so many bad ugly things happening that uh, needs. Now's the time the scientists uh, have to step up, but we can't step up. Mm-hmm. Without the structures, you know. Without food on the table. Without you know, food on the having, table. I was having this conversation with someone. I thought I lost the recording, mm. and I need to redo that because it's mm. a noise. It's a noise that I have to redo that. Uh, it was a very good conversation that I lost. Anyway, mm-hmm. I was having this conversation, and this is a very big scientist, actually a food scientist. Oh, coincidence! Mm-hmm. And he was talking about. Um, 
Remuneration. Remuneration. Like in the science space, talking about salary mm. is a very quiet discussion that mm. happens between mm. people who actually are friends. That yeah. They're not just acquaintances. It's a very shameful topic to talk about. Like why 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 talking about money? Can you just do the passionate thing that you're passionate about? I mean, mm-hmm. and, 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 and even if you get a certain amount, you're like, that's enough, at least you're eating. People don't talk mm-hmm. about advancement in, that, in terms of their lifestyle. Like, asking for more is a problem. It's not a problem. You forget, for imagine, you forget this these mm. are people, just like any mm. other person who's in business, they just have a career mm. in science, and mm. it's something that, like in business, they're also passionate about it, and mm-hmm. it's like just in business, it has an impact on the people. Mm-hmm. But it's a problem when it comes to talking about money. And it shouldn't, you know? It shouldn't. You know, what, what I usually say, at the end of the day, or individually, all of us, eh? mm. you cannot advance if for you to, to be happy, for you to be to make a, a step in your life. Mm. Are you developed as an individual mm-hmm. first? Mm-hmm. Are you happy? Yeah. You know, if uh, I don't know if you have experienced, I believe you have experienced this. If you go to, to the lab or to any social setup, a workplace, mm. school, class, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. And one guy comes in a very bad mood. Eh? Mm-hmm. The whole crowd eh? it's uh, kind becomes of it becomes yeah becomes doom uh, you know gloomy mm-hmm. you know ah yeah, that's one example. Another example if you have this fella who is uh, who likes jokes who always mm-hmm. you know good vibes eh? There's always be laughter. Good you know, laughter. Mm-hmm. And when uh, and when you are la- laughing and when you are happy. Mm-hmm. You tend to be most pro- uh, productive. Productive, and at the end of, and that's the core of of all of us. You know, mm. you have to have that inner satisfaction, inner happiness that mm. that, that, that emanates from you. Yeah. Once that uh, once that happens, you tend even to have a different outlook in life. Yeah, and it's important that remunerate people, make them happy. No, they no, 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 don't have someone. You don't want someone to come to the lab gloomy. Yeah. <laughs> with with acids there and everything, you know. Nah. It's, no, nah. 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 Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know. Uh, it's. Uh, so it's. Uh, oh, oh. You mentioned that. Uh, <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, it's a. Uh... But you know what? Uh, as as in the. Uh, in the face of these challenges, eh? Mm-hmm. Somehow we still manage to to plow through. I don't know how, but we still manage somehow. Somehow, I think it shows the resilience we have in the face of adversity. Mm-hmm. But you know that that is not an award that uh, we need to give ourselves because it sh- at the end, uh, what I usually say, like it shouldn't be like that. You know? Okay, mm-hmm. David. Mm-hmm. Yep. How uh, are you feeling so far? Because I need to ask you. Uh, question. Um, 
actually very good very good 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 okay <laughs> yep sure you, you realize it's Ooh! Sorry. What, what has happened? Umekukia sufuria? Oh my god. Such bad laughter. So <laughs> Oh, laughter is a good medicine when we watch her. Okay, so um I was putting some soda guilty as charged mm. and we test myself. Mm. Anyway, um I want to let's go back to that question I wanted to ask how what are the highs and lows that you've experienced throughout the journey so let's start with the lows I, I like starting with the lows oh the lows the lows the lows uh oof. in terms of professionally or personally you as a person everything that comes with you you have a personal life you have a professional life you have everything just you what have you challenges that you faced as a human being throughout your career journey. Because <laughs> uh, personal say, stuff also affect how, as you said before, how you run yep. every single day. Yep. Uh-huh. In terms, I think for my most traumatic thing happened eh, was uh, that actually affected me mentally and uh, my whole being was the passing on of my lovely grandfather. I love that man. Mm. Up to today, that was in 2017, that really affected me a lot. I didn't know that... uh, Oh, yeah, we were close. I love the man. And uh, that is the point. I felt low. I felt sad. You said you didn't know that? I didn't know that, uh, that uh, okay, I'm, I'm saying I didn't know in terms of, uh, I can experience like such, it was the first time experiencing such emotions, you know, those sadness, mm-hmm. lows, mm-hmm. and it sucked, <laughs> that for sure, it sucked because it happened in May, mm-hmm. and uh, the next, I believe the next six months or so, mm-hmm. I was a total wreck. Because I wasn't happy. I was just cruising through life, you know? Mm-hmm. Sad. That was at one of my... At what stage were you at that point? What were you doing? What were you that supposed was a... to be doing with your life at that point? Actually, it was my second year. Uh, you know, I graduated in 2016. Uh-huh. So 2017 was when I got my second gig working as a salesperson. Oh. Now, now I was going through the emotions of working. Oh. Now, actually, one what happened, mm-hmm. if I can go back, okay. that go back. Low, low point, mm-hmm. that low point of losing of someone close passing on, mm-hmm. then working in a toxic environment oh, when you are down. I'm telling you, that was the worst mixture <laughs> I've ever felt. That you you literally feel like you can explode, you know? It was bad. So by the time I was saying I quit that job, eh? Then it was. Ugh. Oh, it was bad. It was bad. Uh, you know, you're trying to heal. Eh? You know, time not to heal, but uh, to get used to his absence. To that, the, his absence and uh, the loss. And you to absorb these new emotions. This is what someone actually feels when someone goes. And then you have a toxic work environment. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can I remember those days and dark days. 
dark days. But 2018 is when I got back to school, got the teaching job, uh, recovered. It was high highs. I can, I, those are some of the good years, I can say. 2018, 2019. Because mentally, I was in a good place. But um, another law, I think, was... Uh, it, it even was it it was even recent was it in february I was, you know, we were running a business and then it collapsed under this economic situation in kenya that was hard to absorb so that's another law wait let's talk Oof. about that <laughs> yep so what business was it? Can you start? How you yeah. started? What was it? <laughs> we used to, it, it was a while. We were selling. Ah, ah, we were selling. 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 Ah, we were my high school de- destroyed my taste for cabbage. I used to steam them. I used to be yucky. I never uh, liked them. <laughs> okay, steam cabbage. But if you steam cabbage badly, it's it's nasty. And if you eat it every single day, then it's even more nasty. That was a, that was a high school for me, and uh, up to today, I've never gotten a taste for cabbage. I hate it. Okay. I hate it. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so basically, back. yeah, the business. <laughs> that's the business. So, last year we started, uh, it was we used to sell uh, liquors, eh? mm-hmm. uh, liquor business. But once uh, the economy and the oh, and uh, the harassment by the police, oh, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Ah, I suffered, I suffered. They have been meaning Oof. to. I've been meaning to. Okay, I started it, but I it, I did continue uh, a podcast mm. on business. Mm. Um, we talk we talk about a lot about like oh if you don't have find a job or if I do a business or if you have a job then do a side mm. business. There's always this business business talk. Mm-hmm. And if you want to be successful, the only way you can do it is through a business. Mm-hmm. But we don't talk about the things that come with, especially the first five years of doing a business and the things that come with it. Like the small tiny things that people don't talk about that are so big, that, like they're so big, but people don't openly talk about them. Like yeah. and licenses and how to get them and the frustration. Cash flow, everything. Oh my God. People don't talk about those things. They don't, you know, this, this, what I learned about uh, that experience, mm. there's, there's talking, mm. and there's actually been on the ground doing it. Mm. And uh, those, those mean? are two different, uh, like, uh, we can for sit us. here and, we, for example, we can sit here and visualize and say, let's start a certain, let's start a, it's not even, let's start a kiosk. Mm-hmm. Simple thing. Mm. Let's set a kiosk. Mm. You know, they start saying, and then when we actually go to the processes of setting it up, mm. 
and actually running it is that we realize hoof sometimes easy as it sound like now you start giving respect to business owners now that mm. one gave me a, a certain perspective that uh and lessons i believe harsh but necessary lessons mm-hmm. on what how to run businesses how things life can be tough at times mm-hmm. can kick you literally mm-hmm. so i it's and then by when i was putting it up it was uh of course the the resources and the effort mm-hmm. like that time i had no breaks i used to work monday to monday monday to monday mm-hmm. putting it up running it and used to get at home around 11 you know mm-hmm. no sleeping and then when uh, things go south eh? mm-hmm. inevitably mm-hmm. at first it felt uh, i uh, if i can use this term like shit mm-hmm. <laughs> like it has Please gone down feel free yeah like uh, i felt like shit Like, like how can you work for something so hard for it to to not work out you know like those questions you used to ask yourself eh? yeah. like how can how can this how can this happen mm. but it was hard mentally that was a low point extremely low but uh luckily mm. uh, i got through it through talking to people it's good to talk to people you know talk mm. to people they uh then they, they you learn that uh, you know it's part of life you know falling is like literally is you don't go through life without falling you're not infallible you fall you dust yourself and wake up another lesson that i learned now on that part you know it's easy, it's easy now to tell someone you know it can dust yourself and wake up that's another hard process you know yeah you see my mental state was uh of course there's there's a part of me that wants to move on mm-hmm. it's moving on literally it's moving on it's looking to the next part eh? mm-hmm. and my other half of the brain is stuck to it's still mourning the loss of the business mm-hmm. so that mixed that battle that is happening in the brain it's it's very hard you know it's you you very hard so you know what i did actually mm-hmm. it reached a point I, i could not even get out of the house i wanted to cry i could not cry i was in the bed all the time you know i am not eating i'm not sleeping I'm there until now someone told me i know something that can actually help you mm-hmm. you know they prescribed they say you need to get a bicycle you need to start uh-huh. cycling so I say nah, I'm not interested. But I'm but they tell me, you know what? You need that bicycle because you cannot continue there you are. You are just deteriorating as you are seen. So I go to through Instagram, there's these fellas I had followed that uh, deals with bicycles. I tell them, okay, get me this bicycle and uh, those helmet and uh, you know, protective mm-hmm. gear. Yeah. And let me assure you, my mood has changed, eh? Mm-hmm. like cycling has is it good dopamine effect i can't even tell like when you're on the road you yeah. and the machine and everything like i can't like for instance this weekend i think i've done like 100 kilometers Ooh. yeah and uh, it's me on the road you're cool air you're thinking yeah. clearly <sighs> it's good therapy i'll actually tell guys 
cycling uh okay it's a part of working out but but it has brain. that for the it actually when you're on the road you know you have to concentrate it actually trains you to you have to listen to the cars mm-hmm. you have to watch out for the pedestrians mm-hmm. you have to watch out for the potholes mm-hmm. so in that those instant your brain is sharp mm-hmm. and uh that's what uh made me even because last year you know i started the two businesses but much later i started uh, I decided now to be on my own doing my own farm consulting farm eh to mm-hmm. plunge into it. Mm-hmm. It's called Lante. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Lante is most food science based mm-hmm. farm to provide solutions eh mm-hmm. from Lante from Masai Masai name. Mm-hmm. So so even now I'm having renewed vigor I'm, I'm happy to be working around it. My own, it's another baby. The failure of the business, the 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 other business, has not made me. Has made me even, I believe, stronger mm-hmm. to to plunge again, mm-hmm. go again, mm-hmm. ask yourself, and I can attribute that to cycling and good friends. Cycling and good friends. It's amazing. It's amazing what cycling can do. Wow. Oof. <laughs> I'm just imagining you on the road mm. and mm-hmm. after a cycle the way you feel like a different person from the person who started cycling like two different people. Oh yeah, actually I'm telling you I'm feeling so good eh. Mm. Uh you know and uh, I've been having that uh, bike for like a month eh. Mm. And mostly mostly i used to go i've been going through evenings you know mm. one hour two hour rides eh, around mm. when you go to one ride mm. then you come back to the house have a hot shower mm. there is a way cycling tends to drain your uh, physical energy mm. so basically you eat well it mm. forces you to eat well mm. because because of the stress i had eh, now i'm starting to to eat well mm-hmm. sleep also heavily because now you're tired now you're tired and eh? i'm tired eh? mm. and uh cycling the most important is mental sharpness there's mm. certain sharpness that uh that that you get eh? because i was thinking you know when i was explaining that i had this battle where i'm morning and i am moving forward eh? mm. you see i'm thinking of what do i do next eh? but i can't create concrete plans mm-hmm. because my mind is jumbled eh? yeah. i'm not thinking straight Mm-hmm. So basically what cycling has done is like it has removed the trash mm-hmm. from my brain. Mm-hmm. The morning, the what? Okay, so it happens. So what? Mm-hmm. It's done. Now you have to to get on with life. Move on. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy at uh, at where I am mentally as a because as a scientist I need uh, my office is my brain. So my my brain has to be working properly. Working shape. properly. Yeah. yeah. Having good hormones. Yes. So yeah, it's work in progress. Mm. And uh now I'm even energized to to work more on my small farm, mm. work through solutions, mm. put science based, reach out to more scientists, talk more about experiences. Mm. It gives me so much joy to to be doing this. 
Yep. Okay. So what have you learned from that experience so far? Of course, it's a work in progress. Work in progress. Resilience. Mm. And uh, to know that uh, once in a while, mm. you fall down. Mm. But not only just to know how to fall down, eh? mm. how to actually wake up. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. The waking, uh, actually, I, I'd say the waking part, eh? I never knew it would be that hard. Mm. But uh, that's the lesson I'd take. The waking up is... So, actually, what I learned is, and it's not... we. You see, when uh, you have someone you know who going through a thing, eh? mm. uh, telling them it will be all right. Uh, those, and uh, maybe it's time people understand that uh, it's not like people are giving up, eh? mm-hmm. but it's good to let them vent, let them say, yes. rant. let them vent, Talk about rant. Yeah. Thinking, yes, stop telling them. Oh, you should have done this. You should have done. It's not helpful, you yeah. know. Oh my God, it's all helpful. Like, if I call you, mm. uh, I just want to say how I'm feeling, you know, at that moment. Mm. Oh, I'm sad. I'm this. Uh, you know, uh, just raw emotions, you know. Yes. It's not your time to start telling me to advise me. Oh, you should have done this. You know, this is this is what life is. Of course, I know that's how life is. That's all the point. But that's not what I want to hear at that moment. At that <laughs> moment, I just want to rant, you know? Uh, <laughs> you know, it's about understanding. People are going through things, you know? So people sometimes... This is where I used to blog. Mm. Um, I used to blog very much before. Yeah. Before one year ago. Mm-hmm. And the reason I was doing that is when you write a blog, I even saw a podcast talking about that. I don't mm. know, I was cooking something, then I was listening to something, a podcast, mm. the Jorogan Experience, a very old podcast, like five years mm. ago. Mm. And this guy was saying, they were complaining about something totally different, but what I carried from that, that was a very toxic conversation, just to see <laughs> from my, my point of view. <laughs> But what I took from that conversation is yeah. when blogs are places mm. where I can write whatever I want and I think mm. and I say I can disseminate without being controlled or whatever I say, whether it's right or not, whether it's my own yeah. visions or not. And I have a choice to delete <laughs> whoever oh, comments yeah. things that I, I don't approve of and I'm like criticism that I don't like. I can easily, like, I control, like, I even. I can even cross out the <laughs> the comment yeah. section. Yeah. I have control, but now mm. um, when I when I write about mm. what I'm thinking at that point, and I used to write most of the things when I'm annoyed and full of em- emotions, or maybe happy emotions sometimes, or maybe sad emotions, like when I'm full of emotions, and I yeah. write whatever I'm saying, and I just and when I'm done, I like I smile. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> it's good. It's you know like um... because no one was listening. No one because people don't know how to listen. People have a tendency exactly. to try and find solutions. Yet I'm not looking for solution. I just want to rant. Exactly the point. You That's the point. You know, like uh, actually putting it. Oh. It's... Like, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, that's all people should hear. Mm. You know, like, uh, sometimes 
we like our friends, but uh, not all the time is advising us. We don't know the advice. I'm sure, David, there's yeah. someone who you love very much, mm. but you would not call them when you need someone to talk to. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and there's a reason to that, because you know how these people react when mm-hmm. you... Mm-hmm. It's like there's a day, uh, I don't know if I've ever talked about this. Mm. There's a day, just recently, I was having a very hard time. I don't know, I was having mm-hmm. a breaking point. Then I just mm-hmm. carried myself to my best friend's place. And mm-hmm. I, my phone was off and I couldn't call. And I didn't want to shout mm-hmm. because I was in a very bad space. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to shout out or you know, call out or knock. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do that. So I, mm-hmm. I just sat outside and mm-hmm. hoped that she comes out. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> opens the, the gate, and when she comes mm-hmm. out, then she's, you know, she's very loud. Mm-hmm. I'm just her right here. She's very loud. She was talking to, to her sisters who are actually also loud. Mm-hmm. Um, they were coming out, and they were like, oh, and like, oh, whatever. So I just walk in. <laughs> no welcome. I just walk into the gate, and I sleep on her. Veranda. Oh. I didn't go inside the house. I slept oh. in a veranda. And mm. I was feeling good just laying that back and I just cried. Oh. I cried. And after that, I went and took a... She did like ask me. Uh, oh. She just took my specs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> took my bag, put them in the house. And yeah. mind you, she's talkative, but she didn't talk. She just... Yeah. She didn't like ask me, oh, what's going on? Oh, what? Oh, stop crying. People should stop telling people to stop crying. Exactly. Please stop telling people to stop crying. Because we, people will cry more. You not know, even that. You're not they helping. need to cry. You know, that's the point. They need to yes. cry. You know, turn it out. Yes. It's the same as ranting. So, um, mm-hmm. yes, and also when you tell someone to stop crying, they actually cry more. So, <laughs> <laughs> they realize, oh, I am actually crying them. I don't know. There's something that happens there. So um, I just slept, slept there and I just cried. And after that, I went to the house, took a shower. I wasn't talking much. Took a shower mm. and after that, it was done. We just talked about something else. <laughs> and Oh, so so basically, like uh, after that episode, you felt like uh, oh my god, I felt good. Even especially after the shower, yeah. oh my uh, god, I was feeling good. I was in a different mood. I was ready for anything. Like through uh, like it's that letting out, and that's why I'm talking about this. It's very important to let people let out things. Don't let people hold things in. Yeah, you see. Uh, there's an experience I got. There's something most people like. Uh, they don't have the. Is this listening power? You know, just keep quiet. Let the other person talk. You know, listen. You know, there is hearing and there is listening. People hear, they never listen. Yes. <laughs> they, they hear to hear, they will hear. Mm. Listen, they never. <laughs> like. <laughs> you know there's this point of to decipher what is exactly this this person eh? trying to communicate you know mm. and when should I speak when should I know you know there are sometimes speaking is not even helpful yes it's not helpful so I find it uh, what what I, I I find it when someone tells me they have a problem or something eh? mm. 
and basically have no solution to to what they are saying, eh? Sometimes people don't need solutions. They don't need solutions. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, that's the point. They don't need solutions. Some need solutions. Either way, mm-hmm. it's good to let people f- feel it out, you know? Let it uh, let it out, you know? If they are crying, if they are if they are ranting, mm-hmm. if they are being emotional, mm-hmm. you know, it's good, you know, uh, it's good. It's 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 good nature to let them be. And uh, that's the message I think most people should uh, should learn, you know, listening, not hearing. Do you want to talk about this friend who talked about the bike? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lady, actually. Mm-hmm. We went to... Why did you say it like... <laughs> because because of all the people, <laughs> of all the people actually in my darkest hour, mm. uh, she's actually the one who listens, not hears. Mm. You know, you know, you know, when you look at your phone and uh, who to call and uh, talk to, someone who can actually listen, you know, like rant at that moment. So, uh, at that point, you know, I'm not, uh, the moods are very down, you know, and uh, when, when, when we were talking about uh, the possible solutions, now after I've ranted and mm. uh, said what what I need to say, mm. now that's why the idea. You know, I had the idea since last year to buy a bicycle, mm-hmm. but uh, just postponing and say nah nah, you know, just postponing until now when the crisis hits. Eh? Mm. Now I get pushed over the edge. Then you say, you know, that bicycle you're saying uh, you're gonna buy, mm. I don't know, give it a shot and see what happens. You know. Mm-hmm. Since you never know what what would happen once you get it, eh? just get mm-hmm. it and then if it works, it works. If it doesn't, well, at least you tried. Yeah, you know. So that yeah. was the that was the thinking, you know. And uh, probably it might not work, but try. Mm, the the basic the basic is uh, to try, you know. Mm. Try, 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 try. It's but yeah. <laughs> uh, You're talking about um, another law. Mm. Before I try, you know, <laughs> it was <a> chimbu amtu. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I realized that I yeah. really love asking mm. questions and mm. listening to what people answer. Like I enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> questions are good, huh? I love asking questions. I've always mm. loved asking questions. Anyway, sorry. Yes, yep. another door. Mm. Uh, another law, another. Law. I think, uh, basically, I think. Where were you? Why? Why did you look like he was somewhere? Then you're like, oh, another door. No, it's no. I'm trying to circle around the thoughts oh, that I'm having. Okay. Um, I'm circling. Uh, so you're out. trying to get out of that space where we were. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Basically, I'm thinking out loud. By the way, <laughs> 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 I've just spoken my thoughts. Uh, okay. Uh-huh. Uh That's okay. Uh, those are this in my life so far. I think uh, those two laws. Those the like. Like to to have an effort, then uh, it goes to shit. Mm-hmm. But 
maybe I can circle and say the, the high, not the highs but progress you know over the weekend by the way I was there was this thing that was happening in Nairobi where it's called uh, an event for cyclists eh? mm-hmm. you meet up then cycle around well, Nairobi you became now a serious cycler like, now you like know, I, communities I, that cycle I dove deep. <laughs> have you realized, David, that if mm. you're doing something and you find mm. someone else who's doing the same thing, you mm. easily connect with that person. Easily. And you it's always like seek for seamless. those people. Yes. You seamless. For those like, for me right now, I easily mm. connect with people who podcast. It does not matter what we are podcasting about. I'm like, yes. Please come here. <laughs> come, let's break bread. Come. Yes. <laughs> So there's yeah, so they have this event. It's called uh, Critical Mass, where guys, key, yeah, kids, everybody. If you have a bike, mm. you show up. Mm-hmm. Oh. So you go through around. It was my first time actually, and I, I was, I, I got to interact with lots of guys there, mm. and most they are taking up cycling for the same reasons I am. You know. Ah. It's yeah, it's funny. Like you think uh, you're in your own island, eh? Wow, wow! Guys, yeah, Mm -hmm. like guys, guys, they have had tough weeks. They have tough. Everybody have their own problems, Mm -hmm. regardless their own issues, eh? Mm -hmm. But we have all came uh, gathered at at that point eh, in the Mm -hmm. CBD, Mm -hmm. just to to blow off some steam. Mm So I interact with guys and then it hits me. You know what? Mm-hmm. I'm not actually doing that badly off. That was the message I came with home. Eh? Oh. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, like in the sense that... Uh, like you listen to other people's stories and you're like... Yeah, yeah. I'm listening to other people. Uh, in, uh, okay, I was uh, in the sense that uh, as much as I have my own problems, which yeah. they are still there anyway, not that yeah. they disappeared, yeah. but uh, I'm actually handling them better. That's what I thought uh, the message I came with. Like, uh, I'm taking it uh, much better. How does but that also take... for you? It, uh... Like, how... Realizing that, how does that impact you? It gives me more hope. Mm. That uh, today is what matters and tomorrow is not promised. Mm. It's what you do today. So it's more... when I, When I hear those guys... When you are talking, when you are cycling, and then I hear people just run. Actually, there are, some guys are ranting. They are just saying, you know, Uchumi Kohivi, there's this. I have no job. Uh, I have a kid. You know, issues here and there. Mm-hmm. But it it also puts myself in a perspective like, uh, well, I think we all have our problems. But you see, here we are. We are all cycling mm-hmm. to blow off some steam. So, Cycling can't be that bad if we're all here, you know. And uh, it gives me hope that we all re- we are we are proving to be resilient in the face of adversity. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So that's it's, it's it's more about what can I say? It's uh, you. It's a, there are these things in life, you know, life, they say life is a, is a lesson, you know, you go through, through the motions and then, uh, through these motions, it's up to you 
what my late grandfather used to say to tell mm-hmm. me is that uh, in life, it's you take the lessons. You know, like uh, what you 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 will get the hits and the yeah, the hits will come till the day you go but it's always about you always take the lessons don't don't dwell on the the the, the causation check the effects dust mm. up do what you gotta do and uh be ready for the next the next time you'll be much better Oh, he was a teacher. Mm-hmm. The original ones, you know, the ones after independence who got the teaching jobs. Mm-hmm. Ah, he was a teacher. He was uh, up to, he was known as teacher or mualimu. Mm-hmm. So he's, and he had this way of, um, okay, I'll talk for me, I can't talk for the rest of my family, but for me, mm-hmm. We used to interact in the way that uh, he gave me stories, you know, mm-hmm. some lessons, some historical things that happened. Uh, it's for the, fam- the family way, you know, this is how the family should be. This is how it was be. Mm-hmm. So he was, he had a way when you are near him, mm-hmm. you felt good. Uh, that feeling, you know, you feel good like, uh, oh, Wuka is here. So you feel good. Like you're happy. Like when you say he's coming, yeah. even when I was big, Oh, big enough when I hear I'm going to see my grandfather like mm. ah, there's that inner child you know in you like uh, mm. it never goes away so he had that feeling what uh, is that me, thing I that 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 thing? that thing I can't even put words in it that uh, <laughs> that inner child uh, that good vibes it's only a few people who can do that I think <laughs> that is love I don't know just it's a special kind of love. Yes. It's a special kind. Mm. It's not. Uh, it's not just love. It's not just love. <laughs> <laughs> we love a lot of people. Not just love. <laughs> it's something I can't put it. But it, it was good. Mm. But it was good. You know. He used to. You know. He used to. We know. Uh, there are so many cousins, eh? Mm. But you know, he was so sharp. He could know. Who was even in class one? What he is doing? What they are doing? He, he followed all of us all the way to university. He attended all our graduations. Oh my God. He knew who, like he, you know, you know how you explain to your grandfather what you do. He has no idea what you are saying, but he's attentive. You know that kind of love. Yeah. Like, like he is actually connecting and concerned. And yeah, wow. like the way you can go and. Take, like you can explain to an older person what a mm. podcast is, eh? mm. but they are not dismissing you what because they have basically no idea what it is. Eh? Mm-hmm. But they are very engrossed in to, to know. Tell us more about mm. this thing, Unafanya. Mm. You know that that thing, eh? Yeah, and uh, he taught me to listen. You know, like uh, like when someone comes and says they are doing this, eh? mm. you know, they are passionate of telling you, "I'm happy. I'm doing this." Mm-hmm. Like, be happy for them, and uh, be, the the least you can do is listen to them. You know, yeah. Be interested in what they are saying. So I miss him about uh, about that. So he had that good vibes, you know, good feeling. Inner child, he he, he made your inner child happy. You know, ah, so, 
it's, it's a rare quality. Hmm. Yeah. Ugh. And all, and all those the laws. I don't know what's wrong with my English this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> you say as it is. <laughs> like I'm trying to think of words. I'm like, what am I saying? Are all ah, I don't know what I'm supposed to say, but is there another law? No, 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 no. I think uh, those are the major ones. Mm. But you know, in everyday life to life, there is a. Uh, there's the minor ones mm. you recover, the highs, the small wins. Mm. They are there. But I think let's let let us be listening people. You know? Mm. Mm, the the world is tough. And you're good people at, at our core, you know. Just trying to act to, to be to be good at what we do. Okay, uh, what about highs? Highs? Mm. Oh, like right now. I can say like right now, eh? Yeah, if there's uh, one right now. Oh, yeah, like uh, I'll mention uh, my small farm. You uh-huh. know, that uh-huh. I like... That's a business that you're doing. Yeah, like I like it uh, in the sense that uh, it has a potential to be impactful to people. What are you growing, by the way? Sorghum? Oh, mm-hmm. no, no, I'm not growing sorghum. Why? <laughs> I don't have a farm, sadly. I'm pinning, I'm pinning you. Okay, so yes. <laughs> no, it's good to, to put it out there. Okay, mm. guys, I don't have a farm yet, but hopefully I do. <laughs> Soon enough. Okay. So what are but, you doing? But, okay, oh, it's started... farm, farm, like F-I-R. <laughs> oh, we oh, should have to say that. It's F-A and F-I. Oh, I don't have. <laughs> it's not an F A R M yet. <laughs> Even yet? after you said that like twice, I was like, okay, so what kind of farm do you have? Do you, have you rented the farm? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, the the la. You said that, sir. Lante. 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 You said it's a Maasai word. You didn't say the meaning. Oh, it's a Maasai word. It's a... I love Maasai names. They actually have beautiful names, by the way. You know, in Kenya, there are yeah. ones who have beautiful names, Maasai names. Let me tell you a secret. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll put it in the podcast. I wanted to get married to a Maasai man because I wanted my kids to have Maasai names. <laughs> For a long time, I was so obsessed with that. <sighs> But you know you can actually give them Maasai names even now. A Maasai, an English name. That's what I actually Mas- realized later. Like you don't have to get married to a Maasai man for you to yeah. name whatever you want to name them. You can actually uh, name whatever you want to name your child as long as like I've like I've seen uh, Maasai. Okay, Maasai people. Mm. They they come up with beautiful names. Mm. Uh, it sounds so nice. That's so so nice. So so when I was like uh like a shipa, you know, beautiful, beautiful names. Mm. Beautiful names. Even even when you go to Kajiado and those even their towns, they are named yeah. beautifully. Yeah. You know <laughs> some of us have very uh, our villages. Like like in our case we are Tikwamwagi. 
Now what is that? <laughs> In our village. Now... And it's not like we're diminishing any culture. I'm not diminishing. There's certain names that sound nice. Yes, they're so yeah. good, you know. They're so beautiful. Yes, so you're when saying I... that thing, sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, today I'm disrupting you like no, 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 it shows it shows the discussion is uh, is beautiful. <laughs> mm-hmm. But so I started. I remember I had an idea. One thing when I think about doing something, eh? Mm-hmm. It's uh, I'm obsessed. Like rit- like literally, obsessed. I can't. Yeah, I'm. I literally I'm obsessed. Like if I say. I want to do a certain thing. Mm. I will. I will make sure I've done it. And if I have this thing, if I fail doing it, so mm. be it. Mm. At least I'll go and You've sleep and say, it. "I've done it. I I came. I saw. I tried. I failed. Yes. I moved on." Mm. So uh, back in uh, twenty, back some like four years ago, I thought I need I need a I need a way to to channel. Now after my post entering postgraduate and learning, uh, there is so much. I can do. Mm. That's when I thought maybe I can should start my own consulting firm mm-hmm. and uh, pass on knowledge and food science mm. and be the best I can be in my own field. Mm. But then things in life overtook me. There were so many uh, co- uh, settling and uh, moving around mm. until last year. Now when I decided, eh, mm. uh, you know that idea is not dead. Eh? It's it's been there. It's been parking. So I said I'm. Go- I actually went opened a citizen right there and there. I said I'm. I'm setting it up, mm-hmm. but I need a name. Mm-hmm. So which name do I need? Mm-hmm. I I could only think of one one, one tribe Maasai. Mm-hmm. Ah, so as I was scrolling through, I was actually looking for girls' names, mm-hmm. or women names, Maasai women names. Then I come Nailante. I was like, oh my god, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is it? Mean, Actually, it has no meaning, eh? Mm. Or uh, I asked. There's a lady. I asked uh, what Nail. She was actually called Nailante. We we met later. Okay. Uh, by chance, then uh, she doesn't know exactly what the name means, eh? Okay. But it has. I know it has a meaning, but I, <laughs> I haven't been able to put uh, meaning to the word. Mm. So I decided to rather than say Nailante Consulting, mm. I I. I just left with Lante. Mm-hmm. And once I got that name, I was like, uh, oh my God, that's a beautiful name. Oh my God. That's <laughs> but besides that, eh, mm-hmm. what I visualize doing, eh, because mm-hmm. it's still work in progress, mm-hmm. is to be impactful to to people, you know, in terms of food science, like when you like when, when you go back to what we are saying about uh, diet plans, mm. information availability, mm. disseminating scientific information to people mm. in a in a language they understand and uh, and seeing them happy, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it gives me joy. So uh, that's what I've been working on, mm-hmm. still working on, and I hope to 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 make. A contribution in the in the scientific field, and I, I like meeting new. Like uh, I always think, what can Lante be? Every day, I'm always evolving in my thoughts. Eh? What mm-hmm. can it be? How can it help people? How can it impact people mm-hmm. in the agri agri food sector? 
always. So I'm not thinking about my shortcomings, mm. but I'm looking at the future, tomorrow. What, how, what will tomorrow Lante be? You know? So for someone who is a listener right now, can you tell mm. them what exactly Lante does? So yes, it's, it's a food a, science consulting, but what yeah. exactly do you do? So uh, we're pro- providing Atlantain, basically it's providing solutions, like mm-hmm. technical solutions in a simple way, in the sense that uh, if you are an SME or an individual looking for a way to process and you have no idea how to formulate the recipes and the science behind it. Eh? Process food. Yeah, like uh, to come up even with like something like a juice, you know, like uh, to mix fruits, you know, you can mix fruits and they... In a separate, you have seen that effect, mm. eh? but now I'm here to tell you how to actually do it without separating and mm. to store it for longer. You know, mm. those solutions. Eh? Mm. So, we provide, uh, I'm providing uh, technical solutions. Mm-hmm. So, uh, basically, let me put it in broad eh? food science and technology processing solutions. Mm-hmm. That's one part. Mm-hmm. The other part, I'm, 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 I'm uh, passionate, is post harvest technology solutions. Mm-hmm. Like uh, we have so many wastage in uh, fruits, vegetables. How to add value, you know, mm-hmm. uh, things that actually the community mm-hmm. can benefit. Like if you go like in a mango processing area, uh, mango growing area, mm-hmm. uh, you'll be shocked at how much is lost the mangoes, eh? mm-hmm. and that's lost income, you know. Yeah. So how can I assist such? you know, to come up with their own alternative. Not only juice, we have things like uh, mango fries, mango chips, mm-hmm. leather. You know, you teach or you train those farmers, SMEs at the community level. Mm-hmm. And that is the empowerment. So, and I find that to be satisfying. The other part I can say is uh, things to do with food safety, mm-hmm. solutions, and... Uh, in terms because there's there's a lot to be to be done in terms of food safety like if i ask you have had something to do with the uh, things to do with pesticides in food eh? mm-hmm. like how do we reduce it you know how yeah. do we ensure that uh me uh, uh, you and you you and others do not consume vegetables that have pesticides mm-hmm. you know those good good uh agricultural practices. So basically, Lante, in a nutshell, mm. is an all-in-one house for food science and technology solutions. Mm. So sound knowledge, easy, understandable, uh, transfer of information and solutions. Mm. So that's the baseline of Lante. To be imp- impact is a, is a key word. Impact. Okay. Impactful. Okay, that sounds mm. exciting. Oh, it is. It is. I'm happy. It's a growing baby. <laughs> I'm so happy about it. <laughs> so what is that thing that happened recently that made you mention this? No, it's 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 a consequences of after it's a renewed energy of um after the other business going down. After the other business and then I'm like uh it may you know, you get this epiphany eh? mm. that uh you learn where your your strengths are and where mm. your weaknesses are, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm, I'm not I'm not a shabby scientist. I'm a, I, I I I I actually believe I'm I'm the best at what I do. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. Confident in what I do. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, like yeah. So, so, uh, and since I've had the dream of having the the farm, F I R M. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. So, uh, it gives me joy that uh, that Lantei. It gives me an opportunity to meet scientists who are doing in other fields. It also gives me an opportunity to to explore my my strengths and uh, my strength in uh, in research, reading, new information, gathering. You know, there's that nice vibe that I feel eh? working working through the uh, stuff that comes around and. I'm always asking people, especially in the, what are you doing? How can I help? Mm. Uh, what is, how can we collaborate? I'm always asking those type of questions, you know, mm. because you may think you are doing a different thing. Like what you do mm. and what I do, you know, at some point we can intersect and see, come up with, with, it's weird how science works. You always intersect at some point. Yeah. Mm. Like I, there's this time I was watching documentary and, and then I, on these, like how NASA uh, is trying to get scientists to Mars. Eh? Mm-hmm. That's the least place you'd find a food scientist. But actually they are there. Yeah. And you, and I was shocked. Like what the, what the <laughs> hell am I? What, what are they doing in NASA? Mm-hmm. But then. Uh, but but then these scientists explain how that uh, the food has to be transported to Mars. Mm. There's no gravity and people have to eat. Mm. Like how how can we transform the food? I was like, oh my god, I'm mind blown. Mm. <laughs> Are you saying that's the type of thing they are doing over there? Mm. I'm like, oh my god, that's amazing. There's so this it's... beautiful intersection between astronomy and all mm-hmm. kinds of science. Like it's just amazing. Because I, I was yeah. listening to Sarah Jit, uh, she's one of the guests on this show. Mm-hmm. She was talking about pro- probiotics, if I'm not mm-hmm. wrong, but in space. Mm-hmm. Like things that we do, the research that we do here, but now it's in terms of space material. Yeah. It's just amazing like, how anyone can be an astronomy. And <laughs> It's a, and it's a beautiful, like, uh, have you ever, like, there's this, you have ever gone and met a group of scientists, then uh, you, they are talking things, then your mind just jogs around and you think, hmm, I never thought, there's an idea you had and you think, oh my, I think this guy can help me, or, uh, like, in a different field, eh? Mm. Totally different that you never thought you could actually cross paths. Mm-hmm. And that's actually the the, the beauty of... The, the science fields. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter which field you are. Yeah. You can always intersect. Yeah. That's mm. true. Mm. Okay. Um, so, is there another high that you haven't talked about? Personal growth. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Maybe more mature. Wow. Obviously. Wow. <laughs> it's so hard to hear someone say that. Like... <laughs> No, yeah. Oh yeah, I yeah, am definitely more mature, especially emotionally. Maturity, you know, this this emotional maturity. It's, it's 
with with uh, with great with great age comes great responsibility. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so there's um let me say that like people don't see that. And it takes a lot of courage and vulnerability to actually say that and accept that. Thanks, I because how I have yeah. <laughs> I like I like to to check when I was 22 up to around 23. Mm. I was too childish. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. And it's okay, and you yes. know, and I didn't, and I usually look at that age like how vulnerable I was, mm. how in a fun, childish way I used to look at life. Mm. Then I look, um, I'm 25, I'm out of school, I'm facing different challenges, mm. so I'm, I'm, I'm seeing some growth in how I, the outlook of life. Now I'm almost 30. Now I'm seeing a uh, life in a different perspective, mm. like. I I tend to talk to my younger sister she's young eh mm. and I always enjoy her her ability and her youth and her childishness if I put it that way eh? how beautiful it is to just see her and actually tell her you know what can you just enjoy your childishness yes. and yes. Uh, your your immaturity you are allowed eh yes, yes. a time will come when you'll be serious mm-hmm. and uh, it's always a growth pattern. Like mm-hmm. now we get to 30, there are people at 40. Eh? When you reach at 40, we realize even at 30, there's a t- things we couldn't see clearly. Mm-hmm. So I like that to see in myself, eh? mm-hmm. the, the journey and the, that introspection to see the growth, the emotional maturity. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I like it. You know, you can see the, the, it's like a graph, you know that uh, when you is it a linear or a, it, it it grows and grows and grows and then you see it, uh, then you you appreciate you actually tend to appreciate humanity in a, a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Like it, like I always nowadays I get uh, flustered when I see maybe person my age. Eh? Mm-hmm. Plastering at uh, maybe an 18 year old, 21 year old for doing some things. And then you tend to wonder, why aren't you doing the same thing at that age? Just give the kid a break, you know? Mm. Let the kid be, you know? When the time comes, they realize now they have grown that. Yeah. Yep. But yeah. allow them to be there, mother. Allow them to be. Yeah, that's that's the whole best, best line. Allow them to be. It's beautiful. Mm. 